Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Friday, July 21st. On this date in 1925, the so-called monkey trial ended in Tennessee. John Scopes was found guilty of breaking state law for teaching Darwin's theory of evolution. That conviction would later be overturned. And on this date in 1975, singer Willie Nelson made his debut on the album charts with Red-Headed Stranger. That album contained a big early hit for the singer. Can you name it? I'll tell you in just a few minutes. But first, let's check in on that hot weekend forecast over at the First Alert Weather Center. And good Friday morning to you. Meteorologist Joey Sovine. Last of the first alert weather days, but not the least. We're looking at highs today in the mid to upper 90s. Heat index over 105, pushing towards 110 in some spots. Be extra careful out there this afternoon. Highs today around 98 degrees. Some rain early this morning, and then also the chance of a few scattered showers and storms late today. High temperatures around 98 degrees. A lot of today will be dry. Overnight lows tonight will drop down in the upper 70s. If you're off to the beaches today, keep an eye out very late this afternoon into this evening. There could be one or two showers and storms. A lot of the day will be dry. Now this weekend may have to dodge some rain, including a slight chance of rain tomorrow morning and then a few scattered showers and storms both Saturday and Sunday afternoons. Not as hot with highs in the low to mid 90s. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now let's get to your morning headlines. This morning, the Charleston County Sheriff's Office is investigating after a man showed up at the hospital after being shot. Deputies say they were notified about a shooting victim at Trident Medical Center around 7.15 last night. When they got there, they learned that shooting happened on Lady Street in North Charleston. The Sheriff's Office has not said if any arrests have been made. Deputies with the Charleston County Sheriff's Office are asking for the public's help in identifying the person that they say was involved in a weekend armed robbery. Deputies were called to the Krishna Indian Grocery Store in North Charleston around 6 Sunday night. That's on Green Ridge Road near Rivers Avenue. The incident was captured on security cameras. Take a good look at your screen here. Deputies say these images were captured just before this man pulled a gun out and threatened to shoot a store clerk. The suspect then ran away afterwards and fired more gunshots shots as he took off. Anyone who can identify this man or has information is asked to contact the sheriff's office at the number on your screen. A group of inmates have pleaded guilty in connection to one of the largest prison riots in South Carolina history and one of the deadliest in the U.S. In 2018, seven people lost their lives and multiple others were hurt in the Lee Correctional Institution prison riot. More than 40 current and former inmates are facing charges in connection to the deadly incident. Law enforcement said that that riot started as a fight between rival gang members before spreading to different cell blocks with the help of contraband phones. Yesterday, four inmates pleaded guilty for their roles in the violence. Raheem Carter, Tyrone Lewis, and Arsenio Colclough, they all pleaded guilty for possession of contraband. The fourth, Mike Smalls, pleaded, uh, pleaded guilty to conspiracy and second-degree assault and battery by mob. And Carter and Lewis are still in prison. They were given time to run concurrently with their previous sentence. Colclough has been released and given time equal with what he's already served. And Smalls got additional time and could spend the rest of his life behind bars if he commits another violent crime. You know, we just want to make sure that justice is done. Sometimes that takes three months, ten months. Sometimes it takes almost five or ten years. Uh, but that's what we're aiming for. Prosecutors say more guilty pleas and even a possible trial are still to come. A few inmates are also facing murder charges in connection with the riot. 
Meanwhile, five correctional officers have been indicted on charges connected to the McCormick Correctional Institution. That's near the South Carolina-Georgia line north of Augusta. The five officers are under indictment for allegedly participating in conspiracies to smuggle contraband like drugs and cell phones into the prison. Attorney General Alan Wilson released a statement saying his office will, quote, continue to aggressively root out corruption within the prison system and seek justice for anyone who violates their oaths of office. No one is above the law, end quote. The city of Charleston is still struggling to agree on what should fill a lot in West Ashley where a piggly wiggly once stood. The city's Community Development Commission has been discussing the ideas for six years. And after last night's meeting, we had the same result. No path forward. Yesterday was the first time the plan was discussed since last month after a city council meeting deferred discussions because of a split vote. The meeting last night lasted for three hours as people and leaders argued back and forth with some advocating for green space to be the focus and others wanting to lean toward revitalization. Emily Johnson tells us more after sitting in on the meeting and listening to the public's concerns. Last night's meeting was set with plans of potential action for the project, but after hours of heated discussion, the only decision made was the motion to develop another proposal, including more green space and civic buildings. City officials and the public were asked for their input on three different proposals last month, with the first option including underground parking, outdoor areas, and a civic building. Option one was the most popular with 72% of the community in favor of the design, yet approval failed in a split decision vote by city council. Although the meeting was held by the Community Development Commission, almost every member of city council joined, saying no project in the city's history has had this large of a public response. The motion was made even after dozens of members of the public continued to push for option one. We encourage you, city council members, to work together and make this happen. This is what the citizens of West Ashley and many citizens of the city of Charleston want. We want to revitalize West Ashley and we want to make our community function. A community member who's been involved in the process says that this is the 19th meeting on the development in the last six years. In the newsroom, Emily Johnson, Live 5 News. In other news, a local transportation service is hoping to boost ridership with a new grant. The Berkeley-Charleston-Dorchester Council of Governments has been given more than $300,000 from the Federal Transit Administration. Officials say this money will allow them to rethink the strategy for the Tri-County Link system. Compared to CARTA, Tri-County Link serves more rural areas, offering routes from North Charleston to Monk's Corner to St. George. It also offers routes in parts of West Ashley and Johns Island. Tri-County Link follows a predetermined path but can make some special stops for those who need it. So the routes follow a, a route but it will deviate three quarter miles off of the route and there are no signs or bus stops. You just stand on the side of the road and you kind of flag for the bus to stop for you um, when it's scheduled to go by. So this will allow us to, to really look at all of those routes and before the pandemic, the bus service made around 100,000 trips a day, they say. But now that number is cut in half. Officials also say they hope this money can get them back on track. They've got some plans to start reaching out to the community over the coming months to figure out where the service is most needed.
Today is the last day to beat the heat at a cooling center in Berkeley County. That address there of that cooling center will be on your screen in just a second. The cooling center, there it is, you can see it. It'll be open from 1 to 5 p.m. And if you're hungry, from 11 to 1, lunch will be provided at Goose Creek United Methodist Church. That's just down the street from the shelter. We also do want to remind you about Project Cool Breeze's emergency AC giveaway happening tomorrow. The nonprofit partners with Lowe's and Goodwill to provide fans and AC units to low country seniors in need. The emergency AC giveaway will be 11.30 a.m. tomorrow at the Lowe's in West Ashley. They'll be handing out one AC unit per car. Usually people do have to meet a certain criteria to get a unit, but just for tomorrow, that criteria will be dropped. The Charleston Animal Society has issued a heat warning for working pets. The shelter is asking animal caregivers to lower the workloads of their animals and give them more water and rest to avoid heat-related stress and illness. The shelter says you also need to limit animals' time outside, and if you do take them out of the house, do not leave them in your car, even for a quick trip into the store. The shelter also requests if animals are out and about, they need to have access to a shady spot to rest and in order to prevent burns on their paws. Nonprofits here in the Lowcountry are teaming up to address and prevent gun violence in local communities. The inaugural Gun Violence Prevention Festival is the first of its kind due to the number of nonprofits involved. One of the goals is to change the mindsets of people and make them think twice before picking up a gun. Our Destiny Kennedy is live in North Charleston. And Destiny, what can community members expect from tomorrow's event? Good morning. The inaugural Gun Violence Prevention Festival will start tomorrow at noon at Pepper Hill Park. I'm standing in front of the North Charleston Police Department, which is one of the agencies that will be in attendance at tomorrow's event. A Second Chance Resource Center, Everyone Voice Matters, and Positive Vibes Ron Janae Smith, Inc., along with numerous other nonprofit organizations in the Tri-County, have come together to plan this event. The nonprofits will not only address gun violence, but what could possibly be the root cause, such as mental health, substance abuse, economic standing, and education. There will also be resources and services available for those seeking help with jobs and housing. I'm told the North Charleston Police Department and other agencies will be in attendance. Coordinator of the festival, Pastor Thomas Dixon, says it's important that shootings in the communities get as much recognition as mass shootings. The, the public, the general public, is geared toward responding when there's a mass shooting. All of a sudden you see outrage and everything. But the reality is, in black communities across the United States, there's a mass shooting that goes on every day. Every day people are getting shot in numbers in, in, in the community. Tomorrow's event will feature food, music, entertainment, and a time for remembrance and reflection. It will run from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. In North Charleston, Destiny Kennedy, Live 5 News. At the top of the show, I told you that on this date in 1975, Willie Nelson's album, Red-Headed Stranger, brought him to the album charts for the first time. One song on the album became a big hit for Nelson. That song, Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain. Celebrating birthdays this Friday, Norman Jewison, the director behind the movie Moonstruck, is 97. Singer Cat Stevens is 75. Cartoonist Gary Trudeau of Doonesbury is 75. Comedian John Lovitz is 66. And contemporary Christian singer Brandon Heath turns 45. Be safe this weekend with the hot weather. Stay hydrated. Take breaks from the heat. And be sure to check in on your children, the elderly, and, of course, those pets to protect them all from heat-related illness. Thanks again for joining us for Morning Y'all, powered by Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you Monday.